All right, shall we get into this? We got something in there. Somewhere, some somewhere out there. Somewhere. There's somewhere. Oh, you were thinking of the Fievel song. <laughs> oh yeah. Right. Uh, no, I, then I started thinking of the West Side Story song. That's what I was doing. So, and I was gonna do. Anita. There's a cold open for, for us. us. Somewhere. somewhere. A cold a open, cold open for, us. for us. Think we've found it there. <laughs> right there. I think we found it. Right there. <laughs> Whatever it takes. So welcome to another episode of the Degrassi Every Episode Ever Marathon Podcast. I'm Rachel. And the fried ice cream here is scrumptious. Your old <laughs> we'll go pal. halfsies. <laughs> Your old pal, Pat. Of course, Little Mistakes has fried ice cream on the dessert menu. How many stories were happening in this episode? I was like, I had to pause to be like, is this really only a 22 minute episode? And it was. And there's like four stories and none of them go anywhere. Four stories. Except for one. Which one? The one Drew, right? Well, I I think Anya's kind of... Oh, right. up. oh yeah, Anya. No, Anya does something fucking nuts at the end of this episode. Yeah, we'll get there. This is an episode that, yeah, was very, uh, it, there was a lot going on, but also nothing going on. Mm-hmm. It's what they call spinning their wheels, Rach. Oh, yeah. Like a bike. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Bitches, dead and pony on a spinning wheel ride. How you doing, Rach? <laughs> Blood, sweat, and tears. I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right, but we already talked for like 40 minutes about how I'm doing, so I don't know if I have anything else to say about it. How'd you like Fast 10, Rach? The Vin Diesel, the... Have um, not seen it. Have not seen it. Um, instead, so uh, our dear friend, Michael Gorman, who does the opening uh, song, theme song for this podcast, yes. is in uh, CBS's recently canceled True Lies <laughs> And so I uh, had just finally started watching the show that I DVR'd since March. <laughs> recently canceled True Lies. It's true. I mean, that it, it is recently canceled. It's recently canceled. Um, I was holding out hope for them. Um, but I decided to start watching it finally once it was canceled. And I knew it wasn't a multi-year commitment. You weren't going to have to watch more than 10 or so of these damn things. You were like, I can, I can catch up on this. Yeah, I think they surprisingly fit like 13 into this like time frame I but uh too. so i watched the movie true lies which i had never seen mm-hmm. and also the first episode and then i told pat i also went back to the good old cinema sundays with kirsten cinema yep. and saw the movie monica which was good k-a-c-a how are we spelling that monica c-a or oh, c-a c-a Mm-hmm. classic i haven't heard of that movie as i was telling you rach but i'm interested in seeing it i wish i could have yeah. seen it oh with the with the great kirsten cinema the great independent <laughs> senator from oh, yes arizona is that where she's middle from? of the road where yes. is she from arizona arizona yeah, yeah. so old... did you see fast 10 <clears throat> fast 10 your seatbelts? i haven't seen it yet 
Okay. I haven't seen it yet. I'm looking forward to seeing it, though. It oh, so you just wanted some spoilers for me, is what you're saying. I was hoping you would have told me about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You've seen all the other ones. What's your favorite Fast movie? Let's see if you can blindly guess at which the best one is. Because guys, well, Rachel, hasn't I know seen I've any of seen these. I've I've seen the first one, and I've seen at least one other one. I think the fourth one. So you saw, and I think I'm going to say the first one because I did enjoy that. You saw the Fast and the Furious, the first one, and mm-hmm. then you saw the fourth one, Fast and mm-hmm. Furious. Mm-hmm. No, but so you're saying the best one is the first one. Well, out of what I've seen, yes. Out of the two you've seen. That's probably mm-hmm. true. Of of the ones you've seen, the best one of those two. What's your ranking? Um, okay. This will be fun. Let's do it. Do we going bottom to top? Yeah. Okay. That way it's like it's more exciting. Okay. Eight is the worst. And then I'm gonna say, believe it or not, this bums me out to do this, but I think it's eight. Nine F nine. Mm-hmm. I'm amazed you can keep all of them in and, your head. And then I'm going to tell you right now, all of the rest of these movies are good, but you just got to mm-hmm. do it. I think. But eight and nine are not good. Um, there's fun moments in eight and nine. They're not bad. They're mm-hmm. Fast and Furious movies. Yeah. I know. Like if I was doing this from one to nine, it'd be easier. But since I'm going okay. backwards, well, you can do that well then. no, now I want to go. Now I want to go backwards. Eight, nine, damn, I guess Fast and Furious, which is the fourth movie. Mm -hmm. So I was right. It's a good movie, though. I'm telling you. Mm -hmm. Uh, Then I'm going to go Too Fast, Too Furious. So we got Mm -hmm. eight, nine, Fast and Furious, Too Fast, Too Furious. Then I think the Fast and the Furious, the first movie. So then top four, Tokyo Drift. Mm-hmm. This is easy. Tokyo Drift, six, seven, five. Fast, okay. fast five is number one. Fast seven is uh, number two. Fast six is number three. Tokyo Drift. This is right. This is this. This came. This mm-hmm. came right. Then uh, mm-hmm. the Fast and the Furious. Uh, I said Fast and Furious. No, two Fast, two Furious. Fast and Furious, eight, nine, mm-hmm. eight. Mm-hmm. Good job. You did it. Five, six, and seven are the best. You could probably get it. I think most people would agree. You could that's like a trilogy. You could kind of get in there and, mm. and mess about in any of them. When what was Paul Walker's last one? Paul Walker's last one is Fast Seven. Okay. He passed away during the making of of seven. And they okay, had so to, is he holograms in it? No, or but they do a it? very it was mostly done being shot, but they, okay. and, and you know what? I might be wrong. It may have been done being shot, but then they had, no, I mm-hmm. think, no, they had to use his brother. They had to use his brother for like back shots of his back, but they had to, mm-hmm. they had to write the character off. Yeah. Which was, very, and they did it beautifully in a very beautiful mm-hmm. way. And that's part of the reason why seven is so good. It's the ending okay. of seven is so great. But you can't go wrong if you're thinking you want to test the waters. You can watch five, six, and seven, and you're going to have a great time. I'll tell you that much. Dominic Toretto and his family. One of the great, one know. of the great franchises. I'm excited for Fast Ten, although I haven't heard the best things about it. But what are you going to do? <laughs> it might be in your bottom half. Eight and nine aren't. You know, eight and nine they literally go to space. So. <laughs> They ran out of things to do. There's a scene where uh, two of the characters are uh, in space. So mm-hmm. if 
it's still great. I'm not. What am I? Am I shitting on it? I love it. John Cena. Mm-hmm. Come on. You love John Cena. They do this. The great thing where the villain, John Cena, becomes a good guy in the next movie. They do that all the time. Oh. The Rock is a bad guy in the fifth movie, but then he's a good guy in the next movie. Beautiful gotcha. stuff. Anyway, we're not here to talk about the Fast and the Furious, Fast 10. Fa- we're not here to talk about Fast Fast and the Furious, Too Fast, Too Furious, Fast and Furious, Tokyo Drift, Fast and Furious, Fast 5, Fast 6, Furious 7, Fast 8, F9, or Fast 10. <laughs> Are we ready to get into, to get right into this, or do we want to talk about anything yeah, else? Yeah, I don't, I don't have anything else. What, it's, um, nope, that's Did it. you want to talk that's about it. Barry or some fucking shit? <laughs> No, Barry is depressing. <laughs> Mr. Cusimano, right? Cusano. Gene Cusano. Gene Cusano. No, nothing beats the best character name out there these days is Tom Wamsgans. Yeah, that's no question. It's about like you it. can't, you just can't beat it. Can I tell you my beef with Succession, the television series Succession? Because yes. mm-hmm. I'm still in season two. I'm watching it. It's not like I'm not watching it. Mm-hmm. I'm watching it. I haven't, I don't take long breaks, mm-hmm. but I'm not like at, in this mode where like an episode ends and I'm like, Oh God, I got to find it's out what like happens next. It's not like watching the OC was for me where I just can't stop. I just find, and I'm sure this is a common complaint from people. Mm-hmm. It only works for me as a comedy. I don't care this mm-hmm. second season and spoiler alert. If you haven't seen the second season of succession and not that it's a spoiler alert, but this second season is like when it's not funny, it's such a fucking drag. It's like yeah. Holly Hunter and Cherry Jones are going to buy the company. Oh wait, no, they're not. Cause something's going to happen or they're going to buy their yeah. company. And then a thing comes out and I just, I don't there's, care. There's definitely some times in that show where it gets real boring, but then it gets good again. So it's like you don't I'm have sure. to sit through the boring stuff. But it's hard because you don't know if you miss something important. So there, you're like, yeah. oh, am I, if I'm half paying attention, like, do, am I missing something? I'll tell you what one thing is like. So I was getting like, it wasn't funny enough for my taste for a little mm-hmm. while. Mm-hmm. And then what's Logan? Is he Logan's the dad? Yeah. At one point, he back slaps fucking Roman right in the mouth. And I was like, I'm back. <laughs> This I feel like this last season, there's like two episodes that have been kind of slow and the rest I'm like right there for. Yeah. I mean, I, the acting is great. The characters mm-hmm. are great. But I, it is hard for me to like, I I hate, I just hate these people. I don't like them. No, you know? no. So, but I think I'll do that, like- I, I have to say that even in last night's episode, I was feeling all kinds of emotion for people on that show. Like I was- um, Wamsgam? I was feeling sorry for people. I was feeling empathy for people. I was feeling they were like awful and I didn't want anything to do. And like, it was rotating like during, I feel like you really get to like feel those characters at some point. All right. I think just season two is a little bit of a lull for me. It's a drag. Yeah. But I'm getting through it. I'm slowly What's funny about it is that I remember what happened at the end of season one with the wedding, but I can't tell you like any other big moments. (laughs) Like, I'm like vaguely remember, I think season um, two, they're, at some point they're on a yacht. I don't even think I've been on a yacht yet. Yeah. I think that's like towards the ends of season two. It's just like an episode takes place on a yacht. Every um, episode, they just go away to a different retreat mm-hmm. and fight with Cherry Jones. Yeah. And Holly Hunter. 
but now Holly Hunter's their friend. And I'm just like, I don't fucking what every episode. <laughs> they're fighting. Yeah. This whole season, this last one has all been about a merger and like trying to a make the murder merger. And and half of the third season is all about the same merger. This is about a merger too, because he's like trying to buy Cherry Jones's. Yeah, they're all that's company. all that they do in their lives is like trying to merge companies <sighs> together. God. I'd like to merge with HBO Max. <laughs> Pat Max. It's my me and my son, Pat Max. HBO Pat. Pat Maxafee. Pat anyway. B-O. We're not here to talk about any of this bullshit. We're here to talk about, let's get down to business, my okay. man. We're here to talk about Degrassi, whatever it takes. More specifically, we're here to talk about Degrassi episode 1104. It's the fourth episode of the 11th season of Degrassi. Um, it's 234th episode of Degrassi because of all the two-parters. Not like this one. This is just a one-parter. Mm-hmm. Though so much is happening in it, it may as well be. I don't it's know 100- how they fit so many fucking stories in this time. Well, they gave everything short shrift. Yeah. what they did. Uh, 171st episode of Degrassi. The name of the episode is What's My Age Again? And every once in a while, I see a title and I go, well, I know this is going to be a fun one. So, Rach. Today is one of those ones. Oh, What's My Age Again is a Blink-182 song, Rach. If you don't know. Also, do you know that song is now 24 years old? Ooh, nobody likes you when you're 24. (laughs) I don't even know where to start. I Okay. So Blink-182 announced these reunion tour this they're year. Ju- they're, play- they're like in the tri-state they're area in, right They're now. in the midst of this reunion tour right now, and they announced it last year. And I remember when they announced it, and I was like, I don't really care that much. I'm not, I, I don't even know that I would pay $100, let alone $600 to see Blink-182. And then I read that book, Sellout. That And there's a chapter on Blink-182, and I was like, oh, this is really enjoyable. And then today, I was listening. I was like, oh, it'll be fun to talk about Blink-182, and I started listening to stuff. And I, after I read Sellout, I listened to Damn It again, because I hadn't listened to that. In, uh, not Damn It. Sorry. I listened to Dude Ranch again. I hadn't listened to that in ages. And I was like, this is a really good album. I still like it start to finish. And I know it's surprising. I don't seem like someone who would love all that like oh i've never i have jokes i have i'm i'm positive you like blink lady too but i loved them for a period of time to the point that like i had to dig this out but i have watched sure the urethra chronicles by blink lady on vhs i found it on youtube today because i was like i need to watch that again i've watched this so many times i don't think i can watch it anymore on vhs Like the VHS doesn't work anymore. Yeah, because I watched it so many times. I, there's things that I think about whenever. Did you have this? Did you ever see this? Did I have the Urethra Chronicles on VHS? No, I did not. Okay, but have you ever seen it? I believe so. It's a documentary. Okay. Yeah, it's like 30 minutes of like talking to them and them running around naked for all the music videos for uh for the music all video for the What's My Small Thing. Oh, is it? What's I think it's What's Mage again? again. I can't. The, yeah, I can't remember. But. It's they were just fun and funny and enjoyable. And I own Dude Ranch through Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. I stopped listening to them really at that point. I don't think I've heard anything after that, but I listened to those. Yes, you have. What have I heard? 
You've heard I miss you. Oh, uh, yeah. And I also heard that horrible new single, Edging, which I didn't really I listened care to it for. today. I listened to it today. <laughs> but there's like, the only thing I could remember from this offhand was that there is a part where Mark Hoppus is singing California Dreaming and like hobbling around begging for money on a street. And I like every time I hear that song, that's all I picture in my head. But really? I watched, I watched it. Yes, because I watched this so many times. I watched the whole half hour documentary part of it earlier today. And I remembered like word for word. I could like quote it. <laughs> it like, when I hear oh, California dream and I think of the one car, why movie Chung King express, because I am erudite. <laughs> I have seen Chung King express actually. So I'm also there. Pinkies up. <laughs> it's a great movie. Put your pinkies in the air. Watch Chung King express everybody. I saw blink 182 a few times. I've already mm. told the story about how I have my guitar signed by Tom. Yes. Zol- I've by all of blink 182. I have, I had a, I pulled out my CDs today. My dude ranch copy is signed. Also. Um, I definitely met them a couple times, saw them a few times, like in the late nineties, early two thousands. They're like harmlessly fun kind of stuff. Like I, I was thinking, I was like, I wonder like if I had, if my like 13 year old daughter was like watching like, these guys on video, like how I would feel about it. But I'm like, eh, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> it's harmless. It is kind of harmless. Um, They're not like smart enough to be like offensive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, some of it is so dumb, but also I think that, Tom and Mark had such good banter. Like they were really fun to go see in concert. They were, even though they stunk, they were, like, they were, yeah, they fun. were terrible live, but they were so good at like the banter. It made it really fun and an enjoyable experience. I don't know why Travis put up with them for so long, but you know, yeah. I, now he's married to a Kardashian. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, buying a lot of, I, yes, they are married. They had that yeah. fancy Italy, Italy wedding. Ooh, at Vanderpump Rules? Like Vanderpump Rules, your favorite show. Yeah, I think they're great. I think they're fun. I think that to this day, Dude Ranch is still a really great album. I kind of, I tried to listen to that a bit and Enemo of the State and Take Off Your Pants and Jacket today um, to be like, oh, what? I feel like for some reason in my head, I was like, there's a song on Take Off Your Pants and Jacket that I loved. And I listened to the whole thing and I was like, no. <laughs> It's not one that I can really think of. nothing um, rock show. Rock show is fine. Um, yeah, it's fine. But I felt like there was like a deep cut that I liked. And then I was like, no, oh, okay. it, maybe it, there isn't. Maybe I'm confused. I don't know. But I think that also something like take off your pants and jacket brings back like the fun of there were three different CDs you could get. Yes. And that doesn't exist anymore. Like it's just things are just released online and there's not that magic. I went to tower records at midnight to get that album. And that's how I got my guitar signed. So I went to the midnight tower records thing, got a wristband to come back the next day for a signing. Mm. And I brought my guitar to get signed, but I have takeoff. I have the plain one. Mm -hmm. Um, I also think that I don't remember who else did this, but they were really good at the secret songs. And the secret songs were so fun when, Mm. you know, you would listen and you're like, why is the CD still playing? And then all of a sudden a song will come on. And Take off your pants and jacket in particular. Each one had two different songs at the end of it. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So I don't know. Difference. If, each one had different, a different song. Yeah. They had eat. There's oh. six secret songs and they're split between the three. There's one normal song and then one like joke song. Okay. Gotcha. 
And uh, so I was really, I was like, oh my God, I re- reminiscing about all of like the joke songs that they had. Um, that's not like my favorite, but I think that those are really, really fun. If you haven't heard them, they're like not on Spotify or anything. So you, I was going to say, are they, they're not no, available. So you have, to, like you have to look them up and you can find them on YouTube. People have put them on there. So um, one of their ones that they're really well known for, I don't remember if it was, recorded on anything but they used to play it live a lot was called family reunion where they just say a bunch of curse words and end it with i fucked your mom um right i vaguely i I think that is might be on the first album it might be i can't i didn't i didn't pull out the cds because i don't know where cd player is in my house (laughs) it's like well i just gotta listen to these on spotify today my take off your pants and jacket has one called mother's day on it which is a really nice combination of Mark Hoppus talking about fucking and sucking mm. <laughs> all this stuff and then politely singing It's Mother's Day <laughs> in the background. <laughs> There's one about fucking a dog. There's one about fucking a grandpa. Like, you know, it's... They love songs it, about fucking. They love they songs do. about fucking. But it was really enjoyable to go on a deep dive of that stuff i can't remember green day has a secret song but who else has secret songs at the end of their cds i remember like lots of bands did it was like such day. a thing so yeah. broomheads dope monkeys if you have some of those favorite bands or any artists that did secret songs on their cds like let us know what they were because i honestly can't remember and i think it's going to be hard to look that up the one on dookie is I was alone. Yeah. I was all by myself. Yeah. That's a good one. That's what I was thinking of too, but I can't think of any other ones offhand, but that was such a thing. And Blink-182 was very good at it, but, um. It really was a thing. Yeah. It was a big thing. Yeah. But my favorite song, I, I like a lot of their stuff, but like in my heart of hearts, my favorite song is Josie. Oh yeah. Okay. (laughs) That's a good one. What? You seemed like you were like, I don't know about that. I'm surprised. I was surprised. I thought you were going to go with a a deeper cut, but I love that song. I know. I know. It's like, I also really like um, Pathetic. No, but I felt like there were more deep cuts that I liked, but I think that like, I like a lot of them, I like a lot of them equally. Dysentery Gary. Doesn't Terry Gary's a good song? It's a good song. Dicklips is my favorite song on Dude Ranch, by the way. Oh. I think. I think. Damn It's pretty good, though. Yeah. Damn It is such a good song. And it's rare that I feel that way about like something that's so overplayed. I mean, what's my age yeah. again? I don't really need to hear, but I still think it's a great song. All the small things I really don't care for that much. Ugh, all the small things stinks, dude. Yeah. Shout out all of Dude Ranch, first of all. Yeah, it's such a great album. It's great. Shout out. I know some people don't like when the when the blinkers get serious, but shout out Adam's song. I loved Adam's song also. I I thought about mentioning it and then I was like, "Ah, I'm talking too much. So (laughs) you're not talking too much. You can talk forever. It's your podcast. Yeah. Shout out Adam's song, which is a very good. It's a great song. I fucked with Blink-182 really only in the on in the initial run up to enema of the state and then i was like eh mm-hmm. but then like as i i sort of like came back around on like to take your pants and jacket and and like miss you and i like that song feeling this mm. feeling this from the first mm-hmm. from the self-titled album they also have that great song that robert smith guests on 
uh, oh. uh, on the self-title album. I don't know that one. It's on the bling, it's on the one that has okay. "I Miss You." Yeah, I never listened to anything after "Take Off Your Pants and Jacket," other than what was you know singles and stuff. There was the part from "I Miss You" that I was threatening to sing for this mm-hmm. whole episode, and I can't now because I have other things in my head. I can't remember mm-hmm. um, what it was. Yeah, and Dude Ranch came out in 97 and Enema of the State in 99 and Take Off Your Pants and Jacket in 2001. It was like a very short period of time. <laughs> I'm mad that I can't remember the thing from I Miss You that I was going to sing through this whole episode. Oh, well, you can listen right now. No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> um, all of Dude Ranch is great. Feeling this. Adam Song, Dick Lips. Uh, love Dick Lips. But... I'm old school, baby. The best Blink-182 song is track one off Cheshire Cat, their first mm-hmm. ever album. It's a little song called Carousel. Oh, my word, heavens, that song still holds up. Yeah. Oh, boy, oh, boy. My thoughts sent me on a carousel. I remember listening to that at my friend Adrian's house. Here I am standing on my own. No, not much from the telephone. I know it's not a funny song. Yeah. Just you wait and say it sounds like shit because it's on like a. <laughs> yeah, that fucking... was not well recorded, according to sound. Oh, it's awful. <laughs> oh, did they? Yeah, that's right. They, they talked about it. That. Yeah. Technically, that's not their first record, though, because there's a record before that. Buddha. Is that before? Oh yeah, I think that is. Before. But Carousel is also on on that, so mm-hmm. I don't know. All it seems like a lot of the songs from Cheshire Cat are also on this. Anyway, shout out Carousel. They were like still playing that for like years and years mm-hmm. and years. Like that was the one song from the first album that like still made the set list. It's mm-hmm. it does not anymore. Mm-hmm. They are in New York right now. I saw two young people in blink new fucking crisp new blink 182 t-shirts today i was like up oh, somebody was at the concert last night which kids, i kind of love kids that. love fart jokes but i love that i love that like these they weren't like kids but they were certainly <laughs> younger i mean they were probably like in their they were 20s. 40 year old men <laughs> no 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 it was a couple it was a okay. a, a young man and a young woman mm-hmm. and i saw them the, today i was out walking with mm-hmm. my daughter and they both had brand new crisp like when it, and I was like they loved the show so much they had to put the t-shirts on yeah. and they had different t-shirts that each one had a different t-shirt yeah I used to really like this band like but I liked them like like you do like I like mm-hmm. them but I was like a little caveat of like I know this is fucking pretty stupid you know? yeah <laughs> but um yeah dude Blink-182 rules. I'm happy that Tom DeLonge was proven right and that the aliens are real and Mm -hmm. that he could come back to his old bandmates, Mm -hmm. kick old Skiba back to Alkaline Trio where he fucking belongs. Mm -hmm. Stop trying to sing these Tom songs. Who is your favorite member of Blink-182? Tom. Mm. Tom. I was like, a big Mark stan. Well, because you you didn't want to hear that fucking Tom's awful voice. voice. Yeah. Plus, Mark was hot. Nothing to lose. <laughs> the minor went down. That's Dick Lips. What's the fucking part that I was going to sing from I Miss You? It's like That's the like I'm a, I'm a Matt Skiba over a Dan Andriano singing. Oh. Uh, Not to say that I don't think some of the Dan songs are the best ones, but I like Matt's voice better. I will say that... Um, 
No, but I, re- I literally meant that I just thought that Mark was the most attractive one when I yeah, was he was. He's, he's probably handsomer. <laughs> I will say for me, I think that if I were to do a list of my top 10 Alkaline Trio songs, mm-hmm. let's also keep ones. in mind Skiba has many more songs. Yeah. And I still think that like in that top 10 or top five mm-hmm. would be mostly Dan songs. Yeah, I think I'm about half half. I don't know if we'll ever get to Alkaline Trio. So. Probably not, but we've talked about them before. I think, right? Yeah, yeah. we had to have talked about them before. The name so you're of the Robert Carousel. Carousel is dev- the name of the Robert Smith feature is called All of This, mm-hmm. and apparently, uh, the story was that was it his kids or his niece? He don't think he has mm-hmm. kids, like his nieces and nephews or whatever. They were, he was like, they asked me if I wanted to do this, and they were like, you have to do it. <laughs> and so he did it. The great morose Robert Smith, who's not really remote morose. He's actually very funny. We've That's talked good. about The Cure a million times. I'm going to go yeah. see The Cure. I'm going to spend an inordinate amount of you money should. to go I'm, see them. I'm not mad I didn't spend $600 to see Blink-182, but I also know that they're not going to play like... Uh, Happy holidays, you bastard! Which I think they of are it. playing it. They are. Oh, of course. That they is are. on the set list. Dude. I think of that. I looked every... at the set list today. There's a there's a Blur song called Bank Holiday that's a similar vibe Yay! to that. But every like holiday weekends. Rach, we didn't talk about. Oh, Blur. I know. I haven't talked about that. Blur has announced a new album, which I'm not sure about this title, "The Ballad of Darren." But who's Darren? I don't know. Oh, okay. Darren Chris uh, from Glee. I haven't listened to there's like a single out now. I haven't heard much. I heard it very briefly. Um I'm not getting my hopes up because their last uh album that they put out in like god it's been a while now. 2015 it's 16. It's been a while. Is okay, but it's not like any of my favorite songs are on it. But what happens like does, I mean do we just love these bands forever? And even though they keep putting out music, we don't care about. <laughs> well, the thing is, though, does it come with the promise of a tour? Because that's what that's what that's what it's yeah. about. Yeah, yeah. Well, You're they are. I'm going to London to see them. Oh. Um, <laughs> Were they already going to tour before the album? They news? so they had announced a reunion show in London, and then they announced the second one, and they announced some um, festivals in Europe. But that's it. That's all they have right now. Is like the two London shows and some festivals. And right now they're doing some warm up shows for those. I was so happy for you when I heard that news. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to London to see them. Well, good. You can be happy for me with this news. <laughs> Don't waste your time on me. I'm already the voice inside my head. I'm going to have that in my head. Miss you, miss you, miss you. Uh, <laughs> forever. <laughs> You're all bratty in my head. I also really like Blink-182's <laughs> I Won't Be Home for Christmas. That's one of my favorite Christmas songs. Blink-182, dude. dude. I think I told that mm-hmm. story. Yes. <clears throat> Blink-182, dude. Less than dude. 
Oh. Don't waste your time on me or all. You should go see them. You could get a cheap StubHub ticket. When are they coming to the Baltimore area, the Maryland area? I think they already were here like last week. Oh, come on. I know. It was like right around when Janet and Taylor Swift, it's like all three of them like converge at the same time. They've been playing apparently Happy Holidays, You Bastard with all the lights turned off. That's amazing. <laughs> For whatever that means. I wonder why. Well, that was where it said, on the, I, I only looked at the Madison Square Garden set list, which happened last okay. week. Don't waste your time on me. You're already. Good yeah, song. I feel like it was like last week. Oh, they're playing in D.C. tomorrow. And then at Barclays Center. Oh, no, the Baltimore show's on Friday. You should go. I'll say. Let's get you a ticket right now. Let me let me look at Step Up. <laughs> But you can get you one. know what I'm also mad about, I realized, is that I do think I want to go to see this transatlanticism tour. <laughs> I couldn't get tickets for it. Uh, <sighs> excuse me. God bless. God bless I couldn't you. get tickets for it. You just got to go like on stupid StubHub the night before and buy a ticket. Yeah. See what they are. That's what I'm going to do with the cure. Ah. <sighs> Okay, I can get some, like, there's some Blink-182 tickets for, like, a hundred bucks. Dude, you should go. Okay. <laughs> Maybe I'll see it a movie sneak preview, and she'll show up and walk mm-hmm. by on the arms of that guy. they're so bad live. Yeah, but they're fun. Come on. Yeah. So are we going to talk about the show in like five minutes because it was a terrible episode? I mean, it's a terrible episode. I don't know. There was some things to like, right? Dr. Chris is back, baby. Oh, I was like, I should have figured that that's the what's my age again. Oh, let me do my blurb. Give me the Chris, the Dr. Chris. Give me that Chris, that Dr. Chris. Give me that. What's my age again? 17 still when Anya goes on a date with Dr. Chris. Meanwhile, Connor is staring at boobs. Casey gets a job at one of the two workplaces in town. Mm-hmm. And Vince is out of jail. Four <laughs> fucking stories in this one part. Four stories and seven years ago. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Old Abe. Abe Lincoln. Yeah. yeah Abe Lincoln. Old honest Abe. Um, so... Uh, Anya Bananya, our great friend, is turning 18 years old, still waiting to find out about TU, Chirancho University, to see if she got mm-hmm. into school because she wanted to stay close by for her mother, but also for her mother's smoking hot doc, Dr. Chris. Oh, so many God. bad decisions there. It's fucking Dr. Chris, man. So... There, uh, you got your good friend Anya. You got your good mm-hmm. friend Holly Jacoby Myers Sinclair. You mm-hmm. got your good friend Fiona. They're sitting around. They're thinking about what should the theme for Anya's 18th birthday party be, and they're kicking around a lot of things. Alice in Wonderland. Oh Fiona says Fiona wanted it to be Alice in Wonderland. She goes, and then Holly J makes a comment about it being like very juvenile, and she was like, "Have you seen the Tim Burton one?" <laughs> Fiona, baby, come on. Always up for MVD, even for the yeah. smallest little things. Yeah, I got to say, this was not a great episode for Anya. Anya Bananya. No. So she's like, I don't care what the theme is. I got to call this 
smoking hot doc and see if he wants to come to my birthday party with a bunch of 16 year olds. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Needless to say, he didn't want to go to her birthday party, but he did say, why don't you meet me out for some food at little mistakes and we'll talk it over because as Rachel said, evidently there's no other restaurants in this fucking town. (laughs) There was pizza Leslie, but they seem to have gone under. That's where she, they have history at pizza Leslie. So maybe he Mm -hmm. was like, I can't do that. So they finally, they go on this date. Anya's picking between dresses. Owen's hearing her talk about it and calling her a liar. That's the thing that's going on in the background is that Owen is still trying to hit on Anya. And she is just like not into it. And like, he's a total fucking dickhead. Yeah. But like, I don't know. It's like, whatever, I guess. I mean, come on, he's fine. He's a creep, right? Mm-hmm. He's a bit of a creep, yeah. But, but he's, he's an age-appropriate creep. Right, but he's like a bad boy. You love bad boys. I do, yeah. but not that kind. Not the homophobic, racist kind. Well, he was homophobic and racist now in real life. Was he homophobic and racist on the show? I guess he was. I don't he was remember. homophobic, yeah. Remember everything with Riley? We don't care about Riley. That's why we don't no, remember. that's not true. Don't say that. That's not, that's not true. I just interchanged this guy and Fitz, and I can't remember. Like, I really can't remember who did what to who. Yeah. Between yeah. those two people. Um, so she goes on the stage. She meets Dr. Chris at Little Mistakes, one of the great restaurants in Toronto. All mm-hmm. of fucking Toronto, Ontario, Canada. They've got one restaurant. Um, yeah. Huge city. One restaurant. And he's very like, ooh, uh, yeah, stop trying to kiss me. Uh, we haven't seen each other in a while. It's a... And I'm here thinking, oh, all right. Okay, good. Dr. Chris has like come to his senses. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I, I, uh, yeah, I can't date a child. Because she, she's still a child. She's still in high school, for heaven's sakes. Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting here thinking that this is what's happening. And I'm like, good on Dr. Chris. Like, yeah, okay. He was a little weird for the time. But now, at least he's kind of like coming around. No, 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 no. He, mm-hmm. He's not being standoffish because of the age difference or the fact that this is a child in high school. No, he's being standoffish because he failed to tell her that he was taking a job in Africa. And he's Kenya, not going to be of there. All places, he's going to meet Darcy there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's going to sleep with Darcy. That would be <laughs> incredible. That if, would be oh, pizza man. If in a year from now, he comes back from his Doctors Without Borders gig with a new girlfriend and it's Darcy Grimes Beach. Oh, mm-hmm. you just did She's too big job. for this show, though. She is. At this point, she is. So... <laughs> yeah, it has nothing to do with the fact that she's too young. It has everything to do with the fact, unless maybe like subconsciously he like at wanted that job because he was like, I got to get out of this thing. Yeah. Um. So she's all bummed out, obviously. And she's mm-hmm. like, I don't want to even have a birthday party. Yeah. And Holly J's like, that's fine. Like Anya and I'll come over for, or uh, fee and fee. She's fee. Fee and we'll I will do come movies over. and Mushu. Movies, classic movies and Mushu, Cinema Sundays with Kirsten mm-hmm. Cinema, where we have movies and Mushu. Mm-hmm. And um, so, but prior to this, Shantae was asking about what's your status? Mm. Meaning everybody's been getting their college acceptances. So she's like, Anya, what's, yeah. what college did you get into? 
Oh, she's like, I haven't heard from TU yet. It's the only college I applied to. It's because I wanted to stay close. And There's then, other colleges in Toronto. <laughs> one would think. So she gets rejected by Dr. Chris, who's not really rejecting her because of the creepiness of the relationship, but because he's going to be in Africa. Mm-hmm. Um, and she logs onto her account, her TU account, to check the status of her application. And what happened, Rach? She didn't get in. Your girl didn't get in. So she said, What says, the fuck is she gonna do? What the fuck is she gonna do? It didn't. So, sing it like Tom DeLong. Well, I was doing a Pearl Jam thing, so now I would have I to know. do it. Um, what the fuck is she gonna do? Thank you. Thank you. I don't think you can pull off a Mark Hoppus. I feel like the Tom is a lot easier to do. What is Mark Hoppus' very bland voice, though, right? Yeah, yeah. it's not as uh, obvious and nasally. Um, yeah, I can't really do an impression of it. I bet you somebody has an impression of it, and when you hear it, you'd be like, wow, that's a good impression. <laughs> it sounds just like him. But before until that day. Until that day. Um, so then Anya's like, all right, well, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to go. Cause Dr. Chris does say, I wish you could come with me to Africa, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. seemed a little insincere. I think he was just kind of like trying to quell the sadness in the room at the moment. Yeah. So, but she's like, oh, maybe I will go with him to Africa. What? Crazy. So she pays him a visit at his hospital where he works, his workplace. There's a going away party, I think, happening for him. You know what I thought was going to happen, Rach? What? I thought it was going to turn out that he wasn't going really to Doctors Without Borders, that he was lying. Oh, he was just saying that. Yeah, but then he might run into her. Mm. I guess so, yeah. This is small. There's probably- Small, probably small at, potatoes, this Toronto. <laughs> yeah, she, he would probably run into her at Little Mistakes. Yeah, because he keeps going there. Well, she did run into him at Pizza, Pizza Leslie. But she knew he was going to be at Pizza Leslie, to be fair. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, but no, there was a going away party. And all of like the people that work with him, the doctors and nurses and such, were all like, who's this person coming in here? And maybe mm-hmm. they knew her. Yeah. Almost three million people in Toronto. <laughs> run into that one. You never To know. be fair, I've run into people I know in very random places in New York. So it happens. Oh, it happens. But at that point you'd be like, Oh, I just got delayed a couple of weeks. And then you <laughs> see her again in a couple of months and you're like, Oh, I'm back. Um, didn't Darcy. work out. <laughs> so, um, she shows up at the office and he's still like, dude, you can't come with me to Africa. I'm sorry. And he does that thing where it's like, you know, you're a great girl. And she's like, spare me. Mm-hmm. And she bounces. But he also makes a very good point of like, we barely know each other. <laughs> he does. He's, she says we went on one date, which is not true. They went on two dates. Right? Oh, yeah, because they went on one before and now they went on one after. They did go on one before. An untoward date. Mm-hmm. This was still untoward because she was still 17. At midnight, though, she was going to turn 18. Because it just makes all the difference, just that one little tiny bit of time. She had also set it up to, like, sleep with him because Mm -hmm. she, like, told her parents she was staying at um, Holly J's house. And they were going to cover for her. Mm -hmm. So she goes to school the next day. She's very, oh, no, she goes to her party. She, She leaves Dr. Chris to go and to movies in Mushu. 
Yes. She shows up at movies in Mushu, and it turns out to be a Pushu party. Surprise party. Yeah, a big-time surprise party with all sorts all of All her best there. friends, like Wesley, are there. Right. Wesley's there, and, and Wesley's girlfriend, Hannah, was like, how'd you get us invited to this grade 12 party? And he's like, oh, you know, she's my good friend. That's nice. Yeah. Because they are friends because he had a little crush on her, remember? He did. He did. And she bought him at the auction. Mm-hmm. Aww, if face. only Dr. Chris felt about her the way that Wesley felt about her. Anya should date Wesley. Maybe she doesn't want to. No, I'm just kidding. She shouldn't date him. <laughs> He's a nice guy. You should date. You don't want to. Why don't you? Why don't girls why don't ever they want to date, date a nice, nice guy? guy. <laughs> why do they always want to date a jerk? Well, c- c- maybe they don't because you're also a jerk. Yeah. Stupid. Not Wesley. Wesley's nice. Wesley is genuinely nice. Yeah. He has a girlfriend now. He she was so he impre- does. she was impressed by his so pogo happy. stick stills skills. Exactly. But Owen is also somehow at this party. Yeah. Owen's at this party. And after And yeah, like Anya has called him a pig like twice in this episode. He's relentless, this guy. You don't give up. Oh my god. Yeah. That's the, that's good. That's what you want in a guy, though. You want someone who doesn't. You just want listen. someone who's not going to give up. Yeah, he not doesn't to you at all. He doesn't listen to you. He continues to show yeah. up and try to make out with you. But yeah, to be fair, the old guy played this card. Played this card right because he got exactly what he wanted. She made out with him, and it's assumed that they boned in Fiona's bedroom. He literally says to her, like when she's talking about Dr. Chris. He says his loss, and that's like flips a switch for her. That's <laughs> all he had to do. Yeah. Didn't take much. Didn't take much. Very disappointed in that. Yeah. So I understand she was upset, but I'm like, really, Owen? Really? Uh, gotta get, get what you can get. If you need to get it, get it, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I hope this doesn't become a thing now, because this guy stinks. I think it does become a thing. I just don't know how long for. Is he going to become like, okay? I don't know about that. That feels like a stretch. Well, we can't we can't put his real life personage to this, though. No, I'm just no. saying the character. Does the character I know. become OK? I don't know if he does. I don't know either, Rach, but we'll find out soon enough. We'll find out soon enough. But not before we discuss the. B. B. Story. Are we doing C story and D story here? How are we doing this tonight? I guess so. Okay. B story is Connor, right? Yeah, I think so. We've talked about this before. They have diagnosed Connor with Asperger's, which is not something that people use as a diagnosis anymore. And they really like to hype up his uh, social skills. And so this episode just felt, or this story in this episode just felt like kind of uncomfortable to me. Because <laughs> I was just like, oh, I don't want to talk about this. Connor staring at boobs. He was looking at Hannah's boobs. So Hannah's like, you were looking at my boobs and she like left. And then Connor was like, did I do something to upset you? And she was like, yeah, you were looking at my boobs. And then he was like, what's wrong with that? Wesley does it all the time. (laughs) Why are you mad? (laughs) And then they all go to this party. And he somehow Mm -hmm. he gets mad because he flirts with Fiona. And Fiona kind of makes fun of him, which I was a little bit like, come on, Fiona, you're nicer than that. Yeah. 
But he doesn't know that she's a lesbian now. Right. No, he doesn't know that. Oh, do you think that's why she was laughing about it? She's like, this guy's flirting with me and I'm a lesbian. Maybe. Mm. I don't know. He said, do you know cheese has four different types of bacteria? (laughs) She was like, I got to get out of here. Yeah, Wesley had brought him to this party because he's like, well, you just need to meet a girl. That'll solve all your problems. She, he was he was like, hey, we need to find you a girlfriend. He's like, I don't want a girlfriend. And Wesley's like, yes, you do. Everybody does. But that felt uncomfortable to me, too. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe he wants a boyfriend or a nothing. Poor Connor. You know, famously Snake's n- nephew. <laughs> That we've never figured out all the backstory of. He's the new Emma. True. Yeah. Connor is. the. He's new living Emma. in the basement. So. Um. So he. So he gets upset when Fiona's making fun of him with Holly J, which I understand. That was not very nice. Yeah. Not cool, Fiona. So he goes in Fiona's room to kind of like rage out a little bit and then ends up stealing her underpants. Mm hmm. Because Anya comes in. But so why, he, like, was, he in the, why was he in, in the his... drawer to begin with? Something happened that he was in the drawer. He was just. I think that he was just upset and he just started looking around. Right. And he came to her underpants. And he was like, oh, what's in there? Real horror movie lighting in this scene, too. Yeah, it was nice. Um, And yeah, Anya comes in. So she steals a pair of her underpants. And I'm like, is this going to be a thing? Mm-hmm. Like, are we going to. Is like Connor going to be like. A perv now, like accused of being a perv because he stole her underpants. Maybe I gonna... think it's I think it's got to come back. I don't think that this is the end of it. Yeah, one would assume. We'll <laughs> see. He shows up to school the next day just wearing them on his head. <laughs> but that... yeah, this I don't know this this just made me uncomfortable. I was just like, oh, I don't want to talk about it. Well, also because like he he was like. He says to Wesley at one point, he's like, is everything all right with Hannah now? And he, Wesley's like, yeah, I, I smoothed it out. I convinced her it was like an Asperger's thing. Yeah, that also didn't. But he great. like called it something like like a nickname. kind of, I don't remember exactly what he said, but I was like, oh, geez, this is weird. Anyway, what are you going to do? Things don't always age great, Rach. That's how it goes. Yeah, yeah you know, true. I mean, just like what's Anya's age, right? <laughs> That, that didn't age well either. Totally. What's her age again? This is, it didn't age again. 17. 17. Well, she's 18 now. Still 17. No, now she's 18. Well, now at the end of the episode, oh, she's 18. Yeah. But. Yeah. 18 years young, as they say. What do you think, Rachel? That's it, right? That's the whole B story. Not a yeah. lot going on here. We need to get back to no. these two partners, dude. Yeah, first off, one parter, four stories. What what are you guys thinking? Ridiculous. Uh, so Pat, these are bite sized stories. I would say this is like watching Quibi. Yeah, <laughs> deep cut. <laughs> this is like a Degrassi mini. Oh yeah. Um. Then we got Casey. Oh, we gotta say. Uh, could you get the C? Could story? you get the C story? Casey and. Jenna. That's yeah. The same shit. It's the same shit as last week. Casey doesn't really want to be there. And Jenna's like, can we just do some things together? Like watch Dancing with the Stars. She he wanted to go watch like a basketball game at Dave's house. Casa Dave. Casa Dave. Yeah. And then he 
so, yeah, he doesn't want to be there because like the baby's always crying. And well, welcome to your new life. And so she asks him to get a diaper. So he goes into like where they keep the diapers, which evidently is like a cupboard in the kitchen, mm-hmm. which that's not where you would keep diapers. You'd no. keep them more at ground, like closer to the ground. So you could grab them wherever easily. you're going to change your where baby, you which I assume is not a stovetop. And he gets this idea. He sees this bag of diapers and there's, there's certainly, certainly a full bag of diapers, but he's like, Ooh. Jen, I forgot to get the diapers. I got to go get some more. That's how he's going to get out of the house. Mm-hmm. And I was waiting. How does she not just go chat, like figure it out? But she didn't. She's probably very tired. Right. That's true. But what if the baby? Because then he goes out and watches basketball at the at little, mistakes. little Mistakes. Well, everybody's drinking, but he's having a soda. Mm-hmm. He's having a pop. If you're from the Midwest region. He what did you call it? Soda. Yeah, same. And I did not call it Sodi Pop. No, soda, just soda. That's wild. What are your What are your shoes that you wear for athletic things? Sneakers, tennis shoes. I know. Um, I even know if it's not for tennis, nope. You can play any sport in them, and they're still tennis shoes. Yeah, KCC's a uh, sign being put up at Low Mistakes that there's a dishwasher needed. Yeah. And like then he comes back and it make he makes it seem like I'm going to take this job like as this like a whole like uh, giving moment of his life. But really, he just wants to get out of the fucking house. He doesn't want to be yeah. in the house. That's why he wants the job. Yeah, this is going great. This is a great. I can see this relationship lasting a long time. Yeah, this seems like really no, no notes so far. Everything is just like <laughs> very healthy gangbusters every week. Something good changes and then it just goes right back to Casey being like, get me the fuck out of this place. <laughs> He's like, I never wanted this. So I'm dying. What's I'm just kid's not name? Happy. Tyson. Tyson. Get me out of here. Cook this baby like a Tyson turkey and I'll. <laughs> I I just got to the part where Connor gets the underwear out of the drawer and is that he went to look at a snow globe on the top of the dresser and then he pulls open a drawer and he's like holding these panties up and when Anya bursts in and she's crying he didn't even sniff them no he I just stuffed them like, in his pocket because he's like these are clean well I would hope that they would be clean if you put them yeah. back in the drawer he doesn't want to sniff a clean pair of underpants what is he a fucking weirdo just smells like detergent. Um, yeah, okay. So he was looking for a snow globe. Yeah. Ended up in a panty drawer. Yeah. So we've said panties a lot, haven't we? Yeah, it's not my favorite word either. Yeah, me neither. It's a word that Blink 182 would say, I'm sure. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, so Casey goes home and he thinks of a good way to kind of convince Jenna to that he should take this job. And she's like, yeah, sure. That'd be great money. Yeah. He's like for us, they're heating up some milk and -hmm. they have to use the stovetop. And he's like, there's gotta be a better way to do this. All of this is literally like, you know how, when you see, when you're like watching TV late at night, Oh, it's it's, an infomercial. (laughs) And it's like somebody, it's like a pan and it's like, how do you get the eggs out of the pan? And they're like, whoa. And the the eggs, one, like, it's over. always in black and white and it's like they don't know how to pour pasta into a strainer and there's just yeah. pasta and hot water everywhere all over the counter 
what did I do without this magic thing? I have no idea. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's in Technicolor. It's like Dorothy and the Wizard of Oz. Totally. Life like makes sense finally. The easiest thing in the world to do. Like, Capitalism. It's like move these eggs from a pan to, uh, to a plate and they're like suddenly like in a bedroom spilling eggs all over the damn place (laughs) 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 to be fair to be fair i've had two incidences recently where your eggs ended up in another room no 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 (laughs) i do pour over coffee so i have the little thing that sits on top of the coffee and I was making a coffee for myself. It was my second coffee of the day. I should have been in a great place. And I was also doing the dishes at the same time. So I was putting stuff away. And I didn't realize it. And I just went like this. And I knocked the top off the coffee thing. Jesus. And I, I was amazed. The coffee went everywhere in the kitchen. There were coffee grounds <laughs> halfway across the kitchen. And there's like two, maybe two tablespoons max of coffee grounds in there everywhere. And then literally, and so I, there was a rug that's like one of those little relate. rugs. <laughs> yeah, I could relate. There's one of those little rugs that goes right in front of the stove. And I, uh. Uh, just so you don't slip on things and I spilled coffee on it. And so I spent so much time tediously, like trying to get uh, the stains rage. out with like vinegar and Dawn dish soap. So then all this happened and then I washed it in the laundry and everything, put it back out. And then I was making spaghetti and <laughs> spoon Stop and it. spaghetti sauce. No, are you kidding me? I don't know what happened. I got so clumsy, Pat. What the <laughs> I fuck? Need, <laughs> I need to have something to help me in my kitchen so I don't knock things over. <laughs> She's spilling coffee grounds. She can't keep sauce in the I need to get to the technicolor. How do I get there? Do I need a tornado? How does this work? <laughs> Dude, you're good coffee grounds and everything. Oh my goodness, it was terrible. Spaghetti sauce all over this poor uh, thing. <laughs> the so oddly, the coffee thing happened the day before King Charles's coronation. And the reason why that brought back a memory to me was that when Prince Harry and Meghan Markle got married, yeah. Uh Jessica came over to my apartment. We were going to watch it really early. And the day, the night before, I was pulling my car into my driveway and I backed into the corner of my building and scraped up the whole bumper. Mm, I and I was just that. like, oh, this is terrible. And so then the next, Jessica came over at like four in the morning, whatever ridiculous time, six that that stuff started. And so we were going to like make like a breakfast thing. And I took my eggs out of the fridge and I dropped the whole container. <laughs> Oh my God. So I feel like there's Rachel. something about when the British royal family is doing something that I'm just very clumsy. Your <laughs> eggs are all over the place. <laughs> Don't put eggs in this person's hand. <laughs> or pasta whoa, sauce. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Just going to drop it. <laughs> whoa. So anyway, that was KC with the... That was Casey, just dropping things left, right, and center. Basically being like, ah, we need... There's got to be a better way. bottle warmer. And she says we can't afford an electric bottle warmer, which, dude, you're on fucking some, you're in some real serious damage here because those are like 20 bucks. Like those are not, <laughs> I don't think those are that uh-huh. expensive, Jenna. Yeah. I guess you don't have any work though. None of you work. Yeah. So, so where are you going to get any money from? I'm, I'm looking at I'm amazed they have bottles. So, um, so he's like, yeah, I saw this job at Little Miss Steaks. Mm-hmm. He's gonna take it. He just wants to be out of the out of the house. Fifty bucks, forty bucks, twenty two ninety nine for one. 
I mean, it's not going to be the best one, but I mean, but it I still guess, works. Yeah. I guess this is a few years ago now, so maybe it's different. Maybe they were a relatively new thing in those days. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so, dude. We don't even know this one. Dude? Dude. 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 Hey, dude. Yeah, it's the D story. It's the D story. We don't have something for the D story. We've never had a D story. Have we had a D story? This is a 22-minute episode. How did they fit four fucking stories in it? <laughs> Well, again, these are pretty truncated stories. Yeah, it's barely a story, like I said, Quibi. Um, Uh, D is for Drew. Yeah, D is for Drew. The Drew Drew, story. Drew is meeting the Drew Drew Carey show. It's the Drew Carey show. Um, He's meeting with a lawyer about what happened with Bianca. The lawyer's trying to poke holes in his story, and he's like, well, you were on the ground. How did you hit the guy from behind on the head? He's like, I don't know. And the lawyer was like, great. Sounds good to me. Yeah, he was like, was the girl involved? And then, yeah, nothing really happened. He's like, I don't then. remember. Okay, cool. Yeah. So then it seems like it's all fine. And so he goes and he kisses Bianca. And she's like, ooh, let's go fuck. And he's like, yeah. I can't miss class. Yeah. And she's like, yes, you can. I'm going to pretend I'm your mom and write a note. I was like, this is getting a little weird. Yeah. And then in the last part of this two-minute long story, uh, Drew's mom comes in and says that Vince is out, you know, and we have this restraining order, but what else are we going to do? And she's convinced that, you know, she's like, Bianca's bad. And he says, well, she's changed, you know? And Mrs. Torres says, well, you can't undo your past. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Vince, we know, is going to come back around. He's going to come back around pretty quick, yeah. Not the end of Vince. <sighs> All right. That's really it. That's it. Yeah. Like, like I said. But I like how short. he's just like in the clear for killing this guy. They're just, I have a feeling it's going to come back, right? At some point. Something has got to come back about this. Something's I felt like, it, I thought that that lawyer was going to push him more. <laughs> and the lawyer was like, your story doesn't check out. Can you, um. Sounds great. Uh, can you tell me what, what the, uh, I forget. Okay. <laughs> That probably is how it is. Anyway, that's it. That's the whole kitten caboodle of the episode, I would say. Kitten caboodle. Yeah, what the yeah. fuck? Who says that? People still say kitten caboodle. Kitten caboodle. It's not kitten like a cat. <laughs> Kit and caboodle. Is that what it is? Kit and? I think so. It's something like that. Oh, I was always a kitten like a cat. Like a cat? Kitten caboodle. Like, kitten you know, caboodle. like you remember caboodles, but it's just like a kitten. I just assumed a caboodle was like a house, like a cat's house. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember the caboodles? Are they like houses? No, they're like makeup containers. <laughs> yeah. I think that is what I was thinking of. Yeah, it is kit and caboodle. So what's the kit? Just all of it. Huh. The word huh. kit in the phrase, the whole kit and caboodle refers to a soldier's kit, which is the collection of supplies and personal items that That's a soldier carries with him. That's what I thought. Thanks. Grammarist. That's what I thought it was. I figured it was, I figured it was a soldier's kit, the kit and caboodle and not a kitten. No, you know, how you say caboodles. things that are just like things that have been around for a long time and you never think about them. You just say them. Like I've always said kitten as like a kitten, like a cat. And it makes no sense. Like, why would that mean all of it? 
kitten caboodle. A kitten I'm gonna keep caboodle. Keep saying it. Kitten caboodle. Anyway. Anyway, Rachel. Yes, yes, Patrick. Does it or doesn't it? What was it? Does it or doesn't it? <laughs> oh yeah, what was it? What was day it? Day or night? Day or night, Rach. Day or night. Day means it day goes night. there. Night means wait. Day means it doesn't go there. Night means it does. No. What do you think? Tap ten. One to ten. Hit me with it. I don't think it goes there very much. Wow, barely at all. So I think it's a two. <laughs> um, I think it goes there at one. What happens in it? Nothing, right? Dr. Chris. Dr. Chris, they go on a date when she's 17. Owen's kind of creepy. Yeah, I guess it's a two. Connor steals some underwear. Oh, yeah, he did steal underpants. Vince is out of jail. I like how he stole the underpants by mistake. Like, oh, oh, oh. he's also like, oh, 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 just like fucking... <laughs> You he's, spilling that pasta sauce. He's in black and white, and he is just a mess in the kitchen. Spilling that pasta sauce all over there. He's going to wipe his... He needs a new gadget to get him to the other side. This guy's going to eat a buffalo wing and wipe his mouth with the underpants right in front of Fiona. And she's going to be like, what are you... That's are how those? they'll find out. That's my, how they'll find my out. underpants? She my would say underpants. panties, probably. I bet you Fiona would say panties. Mm-hmm. So yeah, not very much. Low go in there kind of an episode. What are you going to do? It's a hat 22 minutes. Say. Hey. It's so short. It's so this short. This fucking guy over here doesn't even know how to write good stories. He's got it all over the place. Moving things in a position, I think, for the two-parters is what I think is happening. That's probably what it is. We got one more one-parter, and then we're back to the twos. So, Pat. Yeah, what's up? Well, I can't ask you whose underwear you would steal out of this group. That's for fucking sure. Out of all of these people, who would you throw a Tim Burton, Alice in Wonderland themed birthday party for if given the opportunity? I mean, I don't I mean, God, great question. I mean, Dr. Chris. No, I'm just kidding. Blink 182. <laughs> um, Vince. <laughs> Ah, this is the hardest episode to ever pick an MVD because not not one person does enough in any of these stories no. to like warrant an MVD. It, I guess I, I don't. I'm not sure who I would pick. I guess Wesley because he's like living his best life these days. He's got a girlfriend. He's getting invited to grade twelve parties. He's doing homework and stuff he's got his buddy i'm just gonna say wesley what the fuck who cares so what who cares <laughs> i don't know what do you think rach who's your most valuable degrassian for this episode can i pick dr chris <laughs> you'd have to <laughs> give me a like, reason you know what this is this is not a good idea i'm gonna go to kenya instead of dating this underage girl but do you think that's why he's going to kenya i don't know I mean, that I, would who, almost be like is, pretty pathetic to me because I would be like, yeah. then just you can't tell a teenage girl you don't want to date her. So you're going to go to Kenya. No, it's because yeah, you want to date her. You want to date her. It's Wesley. Is it? I don't know. There's this is a terrible episode. I saw you. I didn't really. Care Wesley. For Remember Mr. Belvedere? Wesley. I, we've done this before. Oh, I, uh, I don't care for Owen. No, I hate Owen. The fact that Anya makes out with Owen in the end makes me feel bad. I've said Mr. Belvedere as it relates to Wesley already on this podcast. You have. Man, my bag of tricks is fucking running low, huh? 
at this point. My bag. You gotta buy this new gadget, Pat. Dude. You gotta get another bag of tricks. I thought that was like gonna be the big great thing from the episode was me doing that Mr. Belvedere impression. <laughs> Shit. Lynn Belvedere. You know what? The waitress at Low Mistake seemed pretty good. She was great. pretty good. <laughs> she was pretty good. She was like, um, you wanna clean these dishes? Mm-hmm. And he's like, if it means I don't have to look at my screaming baby. And my God, bitch Casey. of a wife. Oh, Casey. <laughs> right? That's not going to go well. That's what he says, my bitch of a wife. She's always nagging me. I don't like Mrs. Torres, but I do think that like the whole, like Drew protecting Bianca is like also a bad idea. So I kind of agree with her on that. He should. Yeah, it is a bad idea. It's going to back- backfire, I yeah. think. Right. You should tell the truth. It's like the thing is, is that, of course, she did. She did do that, but it was in self-defense. It's going to backfire, but they're going to forget which story it is. And it's going to be backfire in the way that he's going to have Fiona's underpants in his pocket. (laughs) (laughs) Remember the time Drew stole the underpants? Wait a minute. I feel like that's not right. Drew stole the underpants? The least sexy word is underpants. Well, you don't want me to say panties. I know. What do you want me to say? Under panties? <laughs> I guess underwear. Negligee. Is, is underwear things. better than underpants for you, Rachel? Maybe. Where did my fa- I, where did my favorite underpants go? That's what's gonna happen. Fiona's gonna be like rooting. Where did my fa- rooting around? Was- and it's like you know what? They probably just fell behind your like washer dryer. I was no, they didn't. They fell in Connor's pocket because he mm-hmm. stole them. I was gonna put on my brand, my favorite pair of underpants for my date with that. It's like when he starts the- showing it to everyone at school that it's gonna be a problem. He's gonna. Like, <laughs> I just want to think he's gonna like. I don't know. Wear it like an armband or something. They're gonna, mm-hmm. she, Fiona's gonna be like, Is, "Are those my underwear?" Mm-hmm. We should take bets on how it's gonna be revealed that Connor stole that underwear. <laughs> what do you think's gonna happen? We have to figure it out, and then we'll we'll bet one dollar or something. <clears throat> but you can't look ahead. That's the thing. Yeah. Uh. So, Pat, we have someone to welcome into the room. Oh, let me get him. Hey. What is it? I need you to come out. You got to welcome someone. Oh, I'm just having my dinner. All right, well, come out and just. Oh, it was just the heaven of my dinner. What are you doing there, Rich? It's hey. good to see I was I was watching a movie and I was having a mooshu. What movie were you watching? Oh, I was watching one of my most favorite classic movies. You like a movies? I, I like was the watching. Movies. I was a watching mm-hmm. the 101 the Dalmatians with a Glenn Close. She plays a Cruella Deville in the movie version of the cartoon, but it's the real people that come on and they have the dogs and a Cruella Deville is a Glenn Close. You like a Glenn Close? Yeah, she's all right. Oh, she is a good, she is a scary in this movie. She's like, I'm going to get all of your dogs and I'm going to take your skin off and I'm going to wear it as a coat. (gasps) I don't want to see that in a movie at all. Luckily, it doesn't happen. Spoiler alert. I like to give spoilers. You know me. I know. You love to spoil everything for everyone. But I think everybody knows that she's not, it's a kid's movie. They're not going to skin a dog in a kid's movie, I don't think. Do you think they skin a dog in a kid's movie, Rachel? 
I hope not. That would be terrible. That would be scary for the kids to see a dog get the skinned in a movie. And then he wears, she would put it on as like a coat. Yeah. But that is what she wants. She wants a Dalmatian coat, and she wants the skin of the dogs herself, and she wants to smoke the meat, eat it, and then she's <laughs> going to wear the skin. <laughs> Cruella DeVille starring Glenn Close. And then they made the movie, more recent version of that, the movie with Emma Stone. Right? Is that who that was? Emma Stone? The new Cruella DeVille? That was Emma Stone, right? I think so. That sounds Rachel right. takes Rachel takes the opportunity of me coming on the show to not listen to anything and just look at the phone. So I'm trying to engage her by saying a lot of things and I make her have to talk it to me or otherwise. Just gonna look at the phone. Otherwise she's a take a she takes a break. Saw, I never saw the new 101 Dalmatians. It's not the called that the Rachel's called just the Cruella. Oh. It's an origin of story. You're like an origin of story of a character. They go back to the character that is in the thing before, and then they tell the story of how that character became it, that the gotcha. character, and they call it the origin story. I gotcha. I gotcha. Thank it's you. It's like a how Peter Parker was bitten by a spider. That's how it became a Spider-Man. That's the origin of story. Thank you for I know. explaining it to me, Mr. Del Rossi. I never would have gotten that on my own. They, they call it. They call it. No wonder I fucking tune out, right? They call it the Del Rossi Splain. <laughs> They call it the Del Ross explain. They say, because I, I I explain. The you Mr. Del Ross is explain. Now you tell me. I'll tell you the origin story of any character from any movie that you ever seen in your whole life. If you name a character, I will tell you the origin of story. <laughs> you name any single character movie. I tell you Godzilla. I could tell you Godzilla. I could tell you King mm -hmm. Kong. I could tell you Dracula. I could tell you uh, Dominica Toretto from the Fast and the Furious of movies is the origin of story. <laughs> I could tell you the origin of story of <coughs> Mr. Del Rossi from Degrassi. I can't even think of like, I'm like every movie. I'm like, I know what the origin story from that person you is. You know the origin of story for every character from every movie you ever seen. I do. I do. You know the origin of story. <laughs> You know the origin of story of a Conan the Barbarian? I do not. Mm, see? I don't know that either, to seem to be quite honest with you. I don't, I, don't I don't know that one either. I think he was a barbarian. Mm. I think he was probably like a born, and his mother probably like gave him to like a wolf or something, and then he got raised by like a wolf, and then probably had a fight with a bunch of swords and do things like that. <laughs> Well, Mr. Del Rossi, we didn't bring you here to talk about movies. We brought you here to welcome somebody into the room. They probably draped him in like a skin of an animal, probably a Dalmatian. <laughs> like a Cruella de Vil from 101 Dalmatians. You know, the cartoon version of that movie is only like a 65 minutes long. It's barely a movie. It's so that short. Wow. It's a good one. You like that one? Hundred yeah. and one of them. It's scary. Oh. Those old Disney movies were scary. Yeah, because you're scared. She's gonna skin the dog is in front of you with your child. This is a scary movie. Yeah. Put that the movie in front of a child. I say, get out of here. They talk about skinning the dogs. Shooting Bambi's mother and. What is this? A John Wick? The the witch in Snow White. Oh, she's scary. The wicked the witched. No, the wicked queen. Oh. <gasps> The Wicked the Queen. Oh, yeah, yeah. What about Maleficent? Oh, yeah. You know, the origin, you know the origin of the story of a Maleficent? No, I do not. 
You don't maybe either. Someday, maybe someday <laughs> I'll tell you. But Mr. Del Rossi. Yes, what is the Richie? You need to, what do you want to know from me today? I'm being a belligerent a little bit because I was eating a mushu and I get I was like, he's not like fucking on the Santa all over again. Not well, no, I'm not the being I'm not the being a stone ever say they at the rage. I'm not the being a sexist. I'm just a tiny bit of origin of stories. <laughs> but we gotta welcome someone into the room. Then you can go back to your mushu. I love it to welcome a people into the room. How many people have to welcome today? I gotta see how to save my voice. One. Because then my voice gets a very, very, very tired. Just one. Just the one. I don't think the people understand how hard it is for me to do all the welcome into the room. Just one. All right. Tell me who it is. It's Corey. Oh, my goodness. I think I know. I think this is a person that the pet knows. I think this is a pet's friend, Corey. He came. Oh, it is so good to have a Corey in the room. He doesn't even listen to the podcast. Isn't that funny? He listens to like the part before they talk about the show Degrassi, which is the show that I am on. But he's found out that that you were talking about the Twilight movies. Mm-hmm. On the Patreon. Yes. And he was like, I want to hear them talk about the Twilight the movies. So see, this is a perfect example, everybody. You don't even need to listen to the podcast mm-hmm. to join the Patreon. Because you can listen to us talk about the Twilight the movies. And that's the only place you ever hear it. You're never going to hear it here. No, you because don't Because one so. time, one time, a pet was like, hey, do you think maybe we should put one of those on the main feed? Because we were going to take a long break. And Richard was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I don't think so. We're never gonna do that. And so it's a hard and fast rule now. We're never gonna do that. You only you want to hear you want to hear Pet and the Rich talk about Edward the Cullen, or for example, maybe a Jacob, the werewolf boy, or <laughs> Bella, or her father, father Renesme. Oh, you have a seat because Renesmee comes up so soon. You're gonna oh, hear them talk yes. about. You're gonna hear them talk about the breaking door part one. So here's the thing: I welcome Corey into the room. He's not gonna come probably into the room with the. He, he needs he needs to have a lot of air conditioning. So I don't know if I can afford all the air conditioning that he needs for the room. <laughs> to be honest, so I'm gonna say it is a nice to have you here. Enjoy your time, even if it is just for a month. You come in, you take a look around, you peek behind the curtain, you say, "What is here? What is over here?" Maybe I could, maybe I could listen to this episode about uh, the devil takes. What was the devil's the devil's candy movie that we watched? With the remember that movie with Alex's uh, oh, the devil, Devil's the Diary. Dev, devil's a Diary, the best movie you ever saw. The Devils. I was mixing up my characters. I was saying a we. Oh I was saying a we as my if I, as if I was watching it, but I didn't see it. I'd listen to you. I could tell you the origin stories of the characters from A Devil's Diary. Okay. Anyway, it is a nice to have you, Corey. You're the best. I love you. Thank you so much for supporting the show. And it is a nice when anybody supports the show. We really hey, appreciate I can, it. I can, I can do this part. Oh, he can do this part. So I'm going to get the out of here. I'm going to say a fuck off. It is a nice to see you. I'm going to go have a... Not you. I say, like, not Rachel. I'm not telling you to fuck off. I okay. would never... Who do I think I am? A Logan Roy? <laughs> true, true. Rest in the peace? Maybe. Spoiler alert. I don't know. <laughs> Pat hasn't seen it. <laughs> but I guess... Well, it doesn't matter. Maybe I, I am not the Pat. Oh, true. Yeah. Maybe I have seen it. Yeah, that's what you're watching with that Mushu. Although I will know if Rachel cuts this out of the episode because it is a big spoiler. I will know now. 
So I probably shouldn't have said anything. <laughs> anyway, it is a nice to have everybody in the room. I got to get out of here. See you later. Don't fuck off. Stay. It's, I just don't mean to fuck off. Bye. Oh. It was dinner time. He was pissed. He, was, he, gets a little, he gets a little cranky at dinner time. That's fair. <clears throat> Late dinner. Don't we all? Anyway, Rach, good seeing you. Good to see you, too. Good show. We had a great time. Next week, couple of weeks, we'll be doing a new one. Yeah, Radiohead next time. Couple of weeks after that, we'll do another new one, and then a new one, and another new one, and another new one until we're dead. Mm-hmm. This will be Which, forever. Whichever comes first. Just here forever. Locked in the basement. Yep. Under the rule of Marjorie Taylor Greene and Ron DeSantis. <sighs> anyway. Go to go to the uh, Instagram at Dean Podcast. It's mm-hmm. where everything is these days. Dean Podcast. You can go to the Patreon, patreon.com slash Dean. We'll wake up Mr. Del Rossi or take him from his dinner to welcome you into the room. And he'll be a little bit belligerent, but maybe he'll tell you an origin story or two. I don't think after all that he really told a single origin story. No, he just said he could tell you them, and then he didn't could tell say any he of named them. a whole bunch of characters whose origin stories he could tell you. What a guy! And then failed to tell us any of them. Which is an interesting little thing. We'll have to ask him next time. Yeah. Next time we'll ask him Roger Rabbit. <laughs> I wonder if he'll know it. Anyway, check it out. We do a lot of stuff. It's fun. We love it. You love it. As I always say. Good night. And grilled cheese, definitely. And grilled cheese, definitely. Ikniowski. There we go. I decided I'm not going to say it anymore. Okay. So just the, me saying it and then we're done. Well, no, then I'll say that I said I'm not going to say it. Then you can put okay. that in there too. Gotcha. All right. Ikniowski. Bye. <laughs> I said it. I did. I ended up saying it. <laughs> I heard you. I heard you say it. I don't know if you realize I did end up saying Ikniowski. <sighs> yeah, I got to believe all this in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ikniowski. <laughs>